Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Doing everything. His name was, the site was in, in plain sight or something like that, anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about. about how they control the hurricane A-U-N American Underground Network The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood Simply put they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their life Pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar? The public? Or the Godfather. All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about their future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point, that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Condit, Jr., in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Thanks, everyone. Nice to be back. Uh, We're having an open forum tonight, a chance to air out and just chat and share like we uh, do periodically on on this show over the years. Uh, a lot's going down right now. We've got a hurricane, Hurricane Florence, bearing down on, on the Carolinas. Hope Steve is okay uh, going forward. Uh, but a lot of people are going to be in harm's way down there with, with storm surges uh, and, and probably a lot, lot of rain. Uh, <clears throat> wanted to share a few things before we get underway. Uh, the name Ron Newman from Chicago. Uh, Ron passed away this past week on the on the 22nd anniversary of my father's passing on September 3rd. I learned about it a few days later, about uh, less than a week later. But uh, Ron Newman was uh, a patriot, uh, a Vietnam War vet. He served um, 
He had a radio station in the morning drive show years ago out in Aurora, Illinois. And <clears throat> over a six-month period, I worked with him to put on programming for four, com- three complete separate weeks of uh, truth uh, broadcasting involving a ton of people from the We the People network uh, all, all over the country that went on. We had Truth and Taxation Week. We had Constitution Week, and we had Judicial Corruption Week, and it was just jam-packed. The radio station was lit up, and we had people calling in, listening in from all over the world via the Internet. And uh, so just the memory of Ron Newman, he stood by, helped out with Bob Schultz and We the People, meeting after meeting over the years when Bob Schultz had come through town. Ron was always there, just a great gentleman, a great heart, great soul lived out in Aurora, Illinois, his entire life. And he was an expert musician, learned how to play the organ, a full, massive organ, you know, like the big ones that uh, you find in theaters and things like that. He was uh, one of the few people who knew how to play those big beasts. He knew how to repair them, play them, and he had a massive one in his house in downtown Aurora uh, that I visited once many years ago. So the memory of Ron Newman, uh, an oldie but a goodie, a, a great gentleman and patriot has left us on the anniversary of my dad's passing back in 1996. I shared a link with Steve, uh, the obituary. We'll, we'll post it on the newsletter next week. But uh, other than that, uh, we're going to we're trying to get uh, Ed Crosby to come back on. He lost his leg, you know, about four or five months ago. He's been under the weather. And at some point, we'd like to get Bob Schultz back in the loop on this show. Uh, he's under a lot of attacks still. I have not been able to get a hold of him. Uh, he did reply to an email a couple of weeks ago, so he's still hanging in there. But uh, I left him a couple of messages. I hope he's okay. But uh, And if anybody has suggestions, ideas for guests on this show, uh, please just give me a ring. Uh, send me an email, fksmart at gmail.com, or call Al Jordan, my secretary. <laughs> well, I can never get a hold of it, but now I can, Al, because I had, got your right number. But uh, this, this show just kind of, it goes every week, just uh, like the ever-ready bunny, and uh, it just takes referrals and ideas uh, to, to try to get some of these people on the show from week to week. So I appreciate any ideas that you may have. And some people have asked me and, and I, you know, I try to email or go through the internet or go through on YouTube and, uh, you know, send out invitations, but it, 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 it's like pushing on string sometimes, you know, you don't get a response and you, you keep trying, keep trying, but, uh, you know, it, t- it takes, it takes a while to, to get, to get people to call you back. So I just appreciate any, any inside scoop that you have for guests going forward on this, on this bill. And that's it. That's it for me. I'm I'm doing okay. The Cubs won tonight. They are one and a half games in front of the Brewers. Hopefully they'll be in the postseason. They'll be rocking and rolling here in Chicago. We've had beautiful weather here in Chicago. 65, 70 degrees, no humidity, uh, no no temp trailing in the skies the last few days. I don't know what's going on, but I guess there's a lot of activity down over the skies in the southeast. It's just overshadowing everything else anywhere else. So but we're, we're, we're hanging in there. 
So without anybody else, if you just want to chime in, feel free, guys. I hope you're having a great week and uh, thoughts and prayers for anybody out there that needs thoughts and prayers. Mention the name. We'll, we'll put a prayer together for them. Anybody want to want to just chime in? Feel free. Uh, Fred, we had Mark Anielski on. Uh, yeah. A few, a few shows ago, and yeah. he has built. He's built a platform that I'm working with him on. He's been over been over time, but it's about wellness. We call it Soulcraft, uh-huh. and it's 32 questions long. And we're trying to get a way to score an automated scoring. But he's been overwhelmed uh, with this because uh, I was supposed to do have Didi get a result from what she did with a questionnaire, but he's been he's about 1,500 behind. He put out the word to about three or four people, and he got 1,500 responses. People taking this 32-question wellness program. Uh, this is a questionnaire about how you feel about life, and um, it might be interesting to talk about that kind of thing. But I mean, I can't talk yeah. about the questions right now because you, you, I'd be going into into the questionnaire itself. But my thought was that maybe in one of the open forum nights that um, I could send this the questionnaire on to Steve and and basically uh, have it distributed amongst our our you know members of of you know American Underground Network and see how they respond to it. Um, but basically, it's it talks about um, I just talk about in general. You know, do you trust your neighbors? Do you trust yourself? How do you feel about your job? How do you feel about life satisfaction? Things like mm-hmm. that. And the reason that Mark put this together was he was in Singapore. He's part of a, a large uh, Christian outreach group. Apparently, uh, the, the Christian churches in Singapore have taken off. And um, he's got sponsors out there. And they asked him to oh, put wow. this particular questionnaire together. And he did that. And he's now buried in... Uh, and answers, he can't even get to them all, and and we're trying to figure out a way to get the, his application scored uh, in an automated fashion and send back yeah. a pictorial. So we have the pictorial itself based upon the questions, and people can use this as a method to, t- to determine whether how they feel about themselves and have specific goals you can work on. I kind of think it's interesting. Mark's going to be in Baltimore at uh, Mount St. Mary's University uh, in a week or two uh, for three days. They're going to be attending a conference. They're going to be talking about these same things at the conference. And we're going to be doing some planning while he's not on the stage talking to the people that are putting on this, this program. Um, it might be interesting to all of us to talk about these things. I mean, you know... Uh, I I found it interesting anyway. Al, did you um, send that over, Didi? Did you get that? I from did, and I sent it to. Yeah, I did. Oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah, and he hasn't answered you, has he? Yet. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. He's fifteen hundred behind. That's why he's so behind. I didn't realize it. What so What is the answer? What's the answer you expect? Uh, I mean, because you fill it out, and then what? What's the feedback uh, consist of? You get, back, you get back. All 
get back a score as to how we want to mention it without you. Your, your happiness quotient or your your your, your well-being quotient is, and then you get a, a pictogram that shows what you where you think you should be on an individual basis and where you are, and begins to drive questions in your mind. What should I be doing to improve my 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 spiritual my spiritual well-being? That's the objective. Um, you know. Uh, uh, Looking at something in addition to that, I'm talking to a woman by the name of Candy Chang. Uh, you may have heard about her. And she uh, has she does all these these uh, large walls, it's called When I Die, you know, something along those lines. And you answer the question, what do I want to do before I die? And um, she's been out doing that for probably a half a decade. And she's got walls all over the world. Uh, wow. Before I die. and and. So I'm trying to, with Mark, because Mark's the, the, the genius behind this, is to put together some tools that we can provide some wellness, some insights into, into ourselves. You know, um, we're looking at also something called Healthcraft. Mark and I concluded that we're going to, we call this, this, this program Soulcraft. I don't know where it's headed. Uh, I just know that it's taken off in a way that, that uh, Mark never expected. Um, I'm just a piano player, the observer. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to get resources to, to, together so that he can actually get this thing launched in a way. He doesn't, he doesn't have, to, have to go to the people that brought him to it uh, in Singapore. They've got a lot of money, and I'm trying to convince him. You know, the, you know, the wealthiest man in Singapore wanted you to write this thing up, asking for some money to, to build this thing uh, out properly. Um, so far, he's been—he's very stubborn, but you know, a lot of us are. But he's got a great soul, and uh, you know, I'd like to send it into Steve and everybody and see what they think about this. They don't have to answer the question; they just might want to think about looking at the questions. And they don't have to do that, yeah. but uh, it's just a suggestion. You know, I, I'm not—I'm not saying that you know that's something we definitely should be doing. I think it's something that we might want to consider. I don't know, and we could have nights like these. Well, one of the questions, or two of the questions, come up, and we can talk about how we feel about things in general, you know, yeah. uh, from this questionnaire. You know, um, I mean, simple questions like, "Do you trust your neighbor?" You know, yeah. Yes or no? You know, uh, 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 do you trust your boss? Yes or no? You know, do you? You know, how are you feeling about the, the community? You know, as a, Series of questions that you know comes out of that. Really simple. Uh, I'll I'll send it and see what you guys think about it. I mean, I could talk about it all night, but it's better to have the questionnaire. I thought I might have sent it one to Steve and one to you, Fred. Already, I don't know. But I'll try. Yeah, again. I don't think. I, uh, resend it again, Al. I get so yeah, many well, emails, and sometimes I don't, uh, I don't get them all. Yeah, I'm I'm buried myself. I get several hundred every week, and I only look at about it. Two dozen of them. I can't. Most of them I just ignore. You know, yeah. uh, that's probably that's probably a mistake. <laughs> they add up pretty fast, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they they really they really do, especially when you've got. Well, I I put a lot of different emails out there addressing some particular kinds of things that I'm doing, and that was a mistake because <laughs> I forget which email I told people to use, 
And I, I whittled it down from seven down to three. I want to get it down to one, you know, because um, it's driving me mad. <laughs> yeah, I, I get so many emails that I have to pay Google for storage every month. Oh. Great. Oh, wow. Because it used to take so right? long to delete them. In order to not, you see, I get, I'm on so many lists that I would have to spend hours deleting emails just to keep That's my what free account takes. alive. Yeah, yeah, that's I did. I just took almost four thousand out of the <laughs> I thought, why do I have all those in there? And I erased them all at once. It took about twenty seconds. Because <laughs> yeah. there's no yeah. point if I haven't read them in that long of a time. They aren't going to get looked at, and all this new stuff constantly coming in. So I keep I keep up with the ones I'm most interested in, the current thing that I'm following, and. I know it seems like such a wealth of information, but yet it's useless if you're not going to look at it. <laughs> yeah. And also, when you thought you were getting away from the advertisers, well, I found myself to always be wrong about that. If I answer the wrong question or go to a particular source of information and put my email in once, suddenly I get two dozen from people I never yeah. even, I don't know anything about. And, you know, and it seems explosive in that way. I don't know what the people out there that are doing this kind of mass emailing think they're getting out of doing things like this, right? you know, floating on us. And it takes time but, to unsubscribe to this stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's oh, really yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I like the it's ones It's harder to unsubscribe than it is just to delete them. <laughs> yes. And, and some of them are making it even tougher by saying, can you remember the email address it was sent from? You got to put that in. Exactly. Before I have no clue. I have right. no clue what my passcode was when I signed up. <laughs> but it's it's sort of it's you know what I like it's sort of like this. I mean, if I can if I can put block on on this stuff with the, with the email you know client that I use, that's great. It's sort of like it's sort of like people that call you on, on the phone and advertise or something. You something you bother with. Somehow they they never seem to forget to take you up there. If, you know, uh, do not call us or put you on it on that. Mm-hmm. But I just I just use my cell phone to, to block them. I don't can't be bothered with it. That doesn't stop them. You got to put some other brand new, newfangled you know uh, telephone number to, to come in on. I I don't know. I would like things just to be calm, collected. You know, and then you know, when I heard last night that my son was going to stay in a hospital, it's you know. Not too far from the beach, in the middle of the of, of the worst hurricane on Earth. I'm saying to my wife, "Is he upset? He's going to leave the beach? No one's required to be there to take care of the people in the emergency room. He loves the action. His girlfriend, soon to be his wife, he and their the, their family left Norfolk and gone inland with their pet." <laughs> It's amazing, you know. Uh, I don't know. So I've never seen a storm like this before. We didn't really make a big, a big deal about it. A really big deal about it. Um, hey, I want to make a really big deal out of something here. Betty Smith celebrated her birthday two days ago. We didn't have the show, so we have to wish her a belated birthday. Yeah, Betty Smith, I, I... 9/11 Tuesday. This week, yeah. Oh wow! I sent her a happy birthday, and she wrote back. She said, 
Boy, I hardly had a birthday. We were so busy preparing for the storm. <laughs> Yeah, eighty-five. I think she turned eighty-five. Is that am I correct on that? I I think so. Eighty-five or eighty-four. Do you know, Steve? Nineteen thirty-three. Where did she live? Where did she live? I think that's right. Chapel Hill, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, Chapel Hill's not too far inland, is it? Eighty-five. Wow. Yeah. She'll. Well, you know her lawyers' committee thing that she's working on. Yeah. So diligently, it finally got posted on American Intelligence Media, a really good report of the activity. Yeah, and uh, and so that's going to really go through go to a lot, many more more thousand people. I was really happy to see that because. Wanted that up there. Yeah, that Thomas Paine and that, those guys do good work, Edie, man. Oh, yeah, and the thing that's so interesting about what they're doing, well, one of the things, they have a glass bead game, you know, it's the spiritual aspect of what they do because they're both Waldorf teachers and they've written several books. And But they have the glass bead game where you can go in and watch like 100 spiritual videos of every sort. You'd probably recognize really? them. Yeah, and that's their the side of it that's not on the political but when he released that the thing a new awakening is beginning when they said that they were first communicating told trump what the things that they wanted to do that was his first foray into doing those kind of things but yeah they do interesting things but they've got hundreds of people some of them are called miners others are called jewelers and geologists and and those are just terms for mining information so when they get on a story it gets vetted so heavily and gets so purified by the time that they post it that it's always pretty good. And then their whole goal is to have other people taking that really good vetted resource information and using it on their own blogs and own shows and video casts and, you know, and so that you can, you can make a, your own new show just out of what they give you to work with and the archives. I mean, it's pretty good info. So that's very unique in the way that they're doing what they do. You know, there's a lot of good, Good sites out there, but I always feel hey, like y'all. I don't. Hey, hey, Jim. How are you? Hey, Jim. Hey, uh, have you seen Berlin's? Uh, I think it's. I, I haven't seen the video before. I watched it just the other day, but a Berlin put out another video on 9/11. It's a new oh, one. Christopher, Chris Berlin, Christopher Berlin. Yeah, and it was. I mean, oh my word, it was pretty spot on. And uh, and then, uh, oh, James uh, Corbett, mm-hmm. he he did, you know, Corbett Report, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, he did one, and it it was the only one that's ever been made, and it's all about the war games that were occurring at the same time. I saw that yesterday. And it was, I was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so blatant. I mean, it's just in your face. Um, it, it was, a, it was. I mean, they were pretty, pretty damn sharp. They were pretty sharp with what they did because the cover-up was incredible. The games yeah. were the cover-up. Yeah. Yeah. For the real crimes. <laughs> 
all the stuff it, that went on. The Boleyn man, he's getting in and he's naming names. He's telling who's been power here, who's in power there. Um, he goes back into the seventies, I think. Um, and ties it all together. It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty stout. So interesting <laughs> stuff. Have you seen that? I just saw this yesterday or day before yesterday. It's one from 2015 that shows all of the, well, we probably know a lot of this, but they were showing in detail all the insurance things and what was actually in these buildings and what corporation owned them and why they wanted to get rid of them. And they planned it all around those, that information. And I've never uh, seen that clip. I'd heard things about well, that, but that was a really good one. Well, I mean, that's just another, it's just another octopus arm of uh-huh. the crap that was happening. I mean, there was, this. there had to have been at least 20 to 20 years of planning to get that done. Yep, easily. It's just, it was just too good. It was too good. Yep. Yeah, and all the role of Mueller and all those people involved in it, the ones that are up for all these crimes now, boy, that's going to add a big, big bunch of stuff to their plate. And that comes out how they were complicit in the whole State Department and the whole thing. Okay, uh, Dee Dee, uh, Gabriel, uh, and I think McKibben might have been in there too. I don't, I'm not sure. But yeah. um, they've got the latest out. Um, that they've uncovered this. Uh, basically, Hillary Clinton has control of the internet. Right, she has control of the keys that run it. I saw that yeah. one. That came out a couple days ago. Um, they got a. Yeah, that was brutal. Wait, explain yeah. that. Explain that. What are you talking about? Oh my gonna... God, Fred! There, there's a hub. Of, they they <laughs> set up during the Clinton administration. They set up these private corporations and they would set up these ways of creating certificates and authority for the internet well it's controlled by a central group they're private and uh clinton's in the middle of it Mm -hmm. it runs it runs the entire internet they have access to anything they want and she still does yeah i'm trying to find that right here i've got it Oh, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's so deep and so wide. We thought we knew something before. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's brutal. It is brutal stuff. So Al Gore, uh, Al Gore invented the internet. He said maybe he's right. Maybe because of Hillary. <laughs> well, Michael McKibben invented the the uh, social media internet and faces. I mean, he. Yeah. I don't know about how do you control, control the internet when when Stern in Switzerland is the largest hub in the world? The hub, how largest hub of what? Internet. It is where the internet intersects all over the world in Stern in Switzerland. Well, this how article he, he's talking about is the encryption keys scam began. Organized by Clinton's rogue globalists with the CIA, NSA, FBI. Is that the one you're talking about, Jim? Yeah, pretty much. The so. multiple wireless IP gateways and the key to them um, 
I can send that to you, Fred, if you guys want to see that. Um, pretty. Well, I mean, go. You can even, you can just go on Aim for Truth, and yeah. I mean, this they're they're publishing so much stuff. It's it's mind-boggling. It just seems almost impossible. I mean, I do know that Google, for example, controls most of the information on the planet. And um, talk about if you want to be a terrorist group, I mean, you, you, most people don't realize this, but the Google people uh, are Russian immigrants that went to the University of Maryland Engineering School, began writing the Google code, then they went to graduate school at Stanford and released the code. Why couldn't they just leave be the guys that are running, you know, from, for, for the Russians? Running uh, Google uh, as a power as a power that'd be one place. Well, at, well, actually, they actually they've just uncovered uh, that uh, Google executives were heavily playing the election, and they were there's video out showing them, and they were they were visibly upset. They were pissed off they, yeah, that yeah. their their plan didn't work. Well, that that but that state that they are active in trying to destroy the, the, the voice of the people, the will of the people, well, voting Trump in. Well, you know, I mean, had yellow journalists, and that's, yellow journalists and that's, for hundreds of years. Well, that's, well, oh, of course. But the difference is, is that because of the Internet, we got them. <clears throat> we can well, prove it. She holds the, the digital keys to, they call it the digital keys to the FBI. It's held by Hillary. That's yeah. the heart I, of the beast. I think beast one of the things there. we could do with Google is we could, since it's a private corporation, you could, you could file an antitrust suit against them and have them divest themselves of, of a lot of the stuff that they've got. Because they do a monopoly. Oh, no. Well, then actually, actually, that needs to be done with, it needs to be done with Google. Twitter, Facebook. Facebook, all of them, because basically that is, they're acting as a town square right. where people are coming together and freely talking. And for them to quash that and say, no, we're not going to accept that kind of thinking, uh, you can't do that in the town square. Well, I think and that's basically what they, they're, their their public utilities is what they need to be made up, made into. They're a public I think utility. What you can do is break them up. You can break them up as 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 a, as a either a, a cabal or under the under the under the antitrust laws, break them up and force them to sell their assets off to other people. Well, basically, what uh, what what if you if you get into uh, leader technologies, Michael McKibben. Um, they they have presented to Trump to come under the Miller Act, uh, where they were acting as a like a, a subcontractor per se. They created this technology; it was stolen from them, and they're offering it to they're offering it to Trump and say, "Here's the deal: we'll we'll sign this over to you, and all we want is to get paid for what we did." But in effect, they're going to basically create a tax on the internet 
and no one will have control of the internet. But if no, you're going to use it, yeah, it won't be that much money either. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a little that's bit. The, it's called the Miller Act, isn't it, Jim? Where Trump signs yeah. that, it gives back the billions that they've lost and the ten million they spent in court for seventeen years fighting against the the, the stealing of the patent from from the patent office. The illegal lawyer worked with Circo, and they took it right. leader technologies. Patented well, technology for social media, and they gave it to Google and Facebook and well, YouTube and Instagram but, and Twitter. <laughs> well, but the claim is the claim is that um, that technology um, has been used by the government. Mm-hmm. It was stolen technology. It's being used by the government. So technically, Leader Technologies is a contractor under. Uh, that that would come under, you know, uh, contracts with the government. And, hey, I'm a contractor. You guys are using my patent. You're using my technology. And I haven't been paid for it as a contractor. That's the Miller Act. And so they've made the claim under the Miller Act and said, we haven't been paid. But we want to get paid. But here's how we'll, we'll do it with you. And this will work good for everybody it'll work good for the government and it'll work good for us yeah i, I so, can't wait till that happens that's going to change everything that will change everything yeah basically what happened well basically what happened just shortly is that they stole leader technologies uh inventions and um they Instead of being used for good, they weaponized it, which is what we're experiencing right now with all Facebook and Twitter and Google and everybody uh, trying to cut out opposition voices. Well, plus they 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 sell the 352 a day. Facebook sells all the data you put on there every day, all day long, to whoever wants yep. to buy it. Yep. And and that's what burns me so much about what's going on with Infowars, you know, because. That's just the First Amendment, whether you like Alex Jones or respect him or not. The mainstream media, you know, it's just ridiculous, you know, to shut off all those voices that are on that broadcasting network. You know, David Knight and Owen Schroeder and George, you know, Salente and Mike, uh, Mike, uh, what's his name, the health guy, Adams, and um, Roger Stone. I mean, all of those people are being cut off from their public because they decided Alex Jones was the bad guy, but that's such a blatant dis—I mean, that's the whole First Amendment thing right there. So all of these things are tied into leader technology, getting back their technology, and then it'll cost you a few bucks a month to be on any of those programs. They'll be called something else, but there's already new stuff out there. But it's a big deal because um, the whole thing involves the, the crown and the privy council and the queen share of all of that money that's been made using those stolen technologies from the leader group. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's it's uh, it's amazing how far the octopus uh, arms stretch. I mean, it's intertwined. It's all over the place. Well, I, you know what, gentlemen? Uh, I hate to break your bubble, but Google is owned by Israel. We already knew that. <laughs> you knew that, Jim? Not sure. Yeah, well, I believe it. Well, I believe it. Israel, 
Yeah. Anyway, there's an there's a there's a new organization. Uh, David Brooks and Soros is funding it. It's called Media Matters. And what they're doing is they're going to cut out the conservative right wing on the internet. Good they're luck. Gonna, yeah. Well, they'll probably do it too. Well, they did it with it. They did it with Alex Jones, didn't they? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I risked my case. Well, he, no, got he, turned right, he, he turned right around and came right back. He just went yeah, to a they, different media. But I, look, I'm glad they did it because that is blatant in your face. They're just showing us exactly what they're doing. And it's breaking. It. I think it's going against them big time. Yeah, what about all this hate speech? Or, or, you know, they, they cancel out the hate speech. They call stuff hate speech and they take it off the internet. Yeah, they should. They should. If you want hate speech uh, uh, censored, you should censor mainstream media. That's all they have. <laughs> I know, but the yeah, but the conservative right wings they don't like the they don't like their voice. They don't like what they're saying on the internet. Well, today the phrase uh, "illegal alien" is uh, considered hate speech, and you get banned from Twitter and for using that. Now, only the federal government and lawyers and the courts can use that word or something. Well, phrase, if you if you if you stick up for the Palestinians, they'll, they'll consider that hate speech. If oh, you yeah, criticize Israel, if you criticize Israel, they'll consider that hate speech. Yeah, that was the latest group. All the pro-Syrian websites are on YouTube and stuff got, and Twitter got taken off. Well, if I'm correct, if I'm correct, I, I think it was Tom Boleyn's uh, latest uh, 9-11 deal. Uh, he takes it back and he is, and, and it's all about um, uh, the Zionists and he's naming names and all their connections and how they're all tied into 9-11 it, uh, he, it was uh, it was pretty brutal. I I I I think he went, really went out on a limb and he said, "This is it. I'm going to name the names." And he did. Uh, I I recommend it. I'm. Uh, it, it's worth watching. It is. That's on YouTube. Now, I heard now. that Trump. Did you did anybody hear about Trump's latest executive order? Yeah. The one about anybody that messes with the election, foreign or domestic? Yep. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. It's very long, and he lists all these names of the people that he's watching watching you. <laughs> you know, that came, I don't know, it might have been a separate document, or it was on a well, Truth. <clears throat> well, basically, he opened the door. So the door's <laughs> wide, wide open that if he catches, and actually, he already has Mueller, Call me all of them. He's by 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 creating that executive order. He just he just made them all criminals. But he didn't come out and do it up front. He he just put some language in, and guess what? They are all criminals now under that executive uh-huh. order. You can't pass law by an executive order and make somebody criminal. That can only be oh, really? by the legislature. No, you can't. Legislature ah, only. It's already been done. It's already been done over and over and over again. Well, good luck in enforcing it. 
Well, it uh, doesn't have to be enforced. It's just out there is his point. You know, all those names are out there and they're not, uh, you can't turn that around, you know. Maybe it's not we legal. Don't know the name. It's not like we don't know the name of Tommy and Mahler and all those people already. And it's 24 hours, seven days a week, wall to wall, that's dead garbage. You know, yeah, um, this evening they had, they had Michael Avenetti interviewing, um, Tucker Carlson. It's unbelievable. The, the, the twisted logic that you hear. Now Avenetti's on TV. If you just stop putting him on TV, he'd be in memory in 24 hours. You wouldn't hear about Stormy Daniels ever. But we continue to see this stuff over and over and over again. Don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I haven't seen it, and I don't care, because I know what it is. It's a nothing burger. Well, you know, I love that I term. Yeah. Yeah, that, but that, 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 it's that a nothing burger came out of CNN. Nothing burger thing I'm, came out of CNN. Who's that guy? I uh, love it. It's awesome. It. Good deal. Yep. And and CNN is a nothing burger. They did a good job in describing their services. Oh, I'm more interested to see what's going to happen at the midterm elections. What's going to happen in 50 some odd days or 60 days. All right. Well, I'm interested in that, but actually I'm more interested in what's going to happen in the rest of September and, and through October. Because there's major things going on. That's for major. sure. Um, I watched Phil McConnell today. And um, if if you follow him at all, he and his and David Hawkins have come up with the uh, uninterruptible uh, um, um, autopilot. Uh, who did that, Didi? Um, uh, Boeing. The Boeing uninterruptible autopilot that was created long before 911 and uh apparently there were three congress people i think one from texas one from maine and maybe one from maryland that got on i i guess they got on the floor of congress i'm not sure and they're call they're calling this out that this technology exists and it's been used sure that's yeah. nine, that's 9-11 right there Mm-hmm. If you listen to what Phil McConnell says, he says, those were drones. He says, mm-hmm. those were drones, and they could tell because, um, when he, and he talks about it, when you, as a pilot, when you're making a, a um, when you're making a, a turn like that, that you will test back on it because you don't know exactly how the wind's going to carry it, so you kind of test back, and you'll see, You'll see the wings rock to the other side just a little bit. They're just feeling it out. And he said, none of that happened. That was autopilot. It was straight in. They had it They had it targeted in. Oh, are you talking you know, about the the, Tal- the Talpia program? That was- no, no, no. Oh. I was talking about the 9-11 planes going into the, into the World Trade Center. It was, it was, it was on uh, Boeing... Um, uninterrupted uh, autopilot. The technology's there, and it's a little simple uh, deal they they do in the avionics of the plane, and it just takes over remotely, and the captain can't do shit. 
It's uninterruptible. They take it over. Well, nobody died on that plane. There wasn't any people in those planes that hit those. It was those were drones. Mm-hmm. Well, I read them where the where the uh, they were they were flown into those World Trade Center by AWACS. There was AWACS controlling them. That's what some people think. Well, that, that's probably, yeah, you're probably right. I think you're right because I think I heard Field uh, talk about that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, my brother used to work on an AWAC. Um, that they, they would have command control of the drone. And the AWACs are flying around all 24-7, all over the world. Yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff there. What's your brother think about 9-11? My brother is a libtard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry to say. No, he's a libtard. Uh, I think and, we all have one of those. We all have one of those in our family. Well, more than one. Well, um, he worked He worked in the he, he was Air Force, worked in NSA, worked in AWACS. Uh, he was a uh, linguist, um, and uh, he got out of there, but um, I didn't even notice this until about six months ago, and I started looking at all the companies that my brother had worked for, and I'm going, oh, my God. I mean, the the, the current company he works for is a subsidiary of Raytheon. The, the plane going, over Shanks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The plane oh, over Shanks yeah, that was shot down by a U.S. Air Force plane. Well, it was either shot down or it didn't happen because the debris didn't exist. And now they have a great the big national, national the park there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 2,000 acres. Isn't it? 2,000 acres National Park is Shanksville. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, and it's pretty well. I, I agree with the theory that uh, uh, it wasn't a plane that hit the uh, Pentagon. It was a missile. Right. That's it right. was a hardened missile because there's no way that a plane like that uh, is going to go all the way through to the middle. No way. And, and no and what, way. What part, and what part of Pentagon did it hit, Jim? The part that was being remodeled, no one was in the Pentagon, part of the Pentagon. Well, and, and but it was also the the place where the accounting of all the lost monies was being held that Rumsfeld, wasn't it Rumsfeld that come out uh, the day before and said, oh, we're missing $5 trillion or something, whatever it was. Wasn't yeah, that the well, day before? Well, that was yeah. the section, that was the section of the Pentagon that was doing the investigations trying to figure out it was an accounting department, I believe. Five trillion went to Israel. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, it did. It, because that, the guy that was head of the uh, Pentagon at that time, when he, I was a Jew called Dov Zakhon. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't. I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking it was Chris, Christopher Bolin. I saw it on Forbidden Knowledge uh, website just the other day, and I'm pretty sure he went through and he, I mean, okay, we, we, 
I don't care about terms, but you could say Jew, you could say Israel, you could say Zionist. Well, it's, 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 it's not, it's not all, everybody, but there is a massive control of our government by these people, and they all flock together. And I tell you what, Bolin, he goes back all the way back into the 70s, and he's naming names. And telling how it's all tied in. The security companies that handled World Trade Center, the World Trade Centers, and how it was turned over, and to whom it was turned over, who was running the Port Authority, Silverstein. I mean, it, I, it's unbelievable. He talks about, I think he talks about Rahm Emanuel and how his uh, mother was, uh, she, she was beside, mother or father, whatever. And he's basically Mossad. Um, what's the other guy? What, what's the Kurtoff? Uh, oh, he's a dual citizen. I mean, I, it's amazing. Uh, uh, Bullen, I think. I think he said, "Well, here we go. We're just going to lay it on the line. Here it is. Here's 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 the story, and here's the characters. The words." Where's Bolin's latest? Is that a video or a website? I saw it on. I saw it on Forbidden Knowledge. Um, um, let me see if I can find that. I can't remember the website. I'm just on their email list. And then the other question I had: he was talking about the leader group, or what's the leader group? Leader or Technologies. Oh, Leader Technologies. And you can find that on AIM, A-I-M, for the number four truth. I think that's .com or .org or it might be both. It's .org, but also, Jim, Leader Technologies, I mean, they have a website called Americans for Innovation. Yeah, Americans for Innovation. Yep. Is there a particular, and they do work with Mike, uh, with Douglas Gabriel and Tyler on AIM for Truth. There's Patriots for Truth. There's Truth News Bits. They all come off that same. But, yeah, the, those uh, Americans for Innovation, boy, those that team of researchers is brilliant. <laughs> I can't believe what they come up with. They're the ones that came up with that whole crime line, the plum book, the plum book, the crime line well, of all these people and how I mean, far back each one of their crimes go. It's a long, long list. I don't even know how they could compile it all. Well, think about it, Dee Dee. If they could if they were the creators of social media, mm-hmm. I would imagine they would have very good capabilities of research. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, these are smart people. Oh, I know. Real smart. <laughs> oh, that video I was talking about, the, about the weather manipulation that started on this storm, it started in Africa. It, it's called aplanetruth.info. A plane, like P L A N E, a plane truth dot info. And I ran into that last night. It was really interesting. <laughs> Shows how well, all the spots that they control the weather as they push it through and how they were bending and bowing that storm. And then how they did well, it with geoengineering and with um, all kinds of different technologies. And interesting. My only disappointment with that is. I was hoping that they were going to err enough that it would hit D.C. 
That would drain a swamp. It would be enough water. <laughs> I'd like uh-huh. to, I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been a good sign. Yeah, we're going to drain you right now. And then they would have claimed it was conspiracy with Putin. That Trump was conspiring with Russia to flood the swamps instead of... Yeah, but you know what? They still have to deal with us. That's crazy. Everything that happens, they blame, they say it's Russia, conspiracy with Russia. Now they're predicting the poison gas in uh, Syria, and we got to go in there and stop them in Idlib because Assad. Oh, I mean, it's so crazy. It's like they're telling us we're going to blow, start shooting off weaponry in Syria again. Well, well, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's a very well-planned-out strategy, and they're sticking to their guns because they can't and go anywhere else. They're stuck. Yeah, that's last province, isn't it, that the al-Qaeda and our mercenaries hold? Or... Well, I mean, where are they going to go with the story at this point? Because right now, there's nothing, and everything's pointing at them now. I don't know, it's Holt and Nikki Haley for the last two weeks or three weeks saying, oh, they're going to use poison gas again, and we got to, now they're just plain saying if any offensive action against the terrorists in Idlib, the West is going to have to act. And I don't know. Uh, well, don't worry about that, because, uh, I, I mean, two days ago, I, I got information that they there are already independent um camera crews and stuff that are in Idlib as we speak waiting to document the fake stuff so they can report it to us and see see this is all made up well, the last one uh, I mean Russia Russia came out Russia came out what a week ago or maybe even longer than that and said this is already in the planning. So they've yeah, already given know. the heads up. They got, they've already given everybody the heads up. Well, okay. Well, we're going to see what's going to happen. Because uh, what was uh, what was the uh, 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 Congressman uh, Black? Was it Congressman Black? Yeah, from Virginia. No, yeah. He's a state, yeah. He's a state senator. Uh, yeah, he's a state senator. He went over there and interviewed him the other day. Yeah, and he was. He, and the senator was warning, "Hey, this shit is not. This this guy is not doing this stuff." So there's a lot of good stuff happening. There's a lot of good stuff happening. I'm confident. Me too. <laughs> Well, I mean, really, I am, because I haven't seen this much backlash Yeah. at all. And I've, I've never seen this. Uh, I can't believe the effort that's being put into trying to get Trump out. But at the same time, he, he just keeps winning. Yeah. Yeah, but here's my point, Jim. Trump appointed Bowen, who's a nut. Mickey Haley's a nut. She's crazy. And Pompeo's mm-hmm. a nut. And they're, they're opposite 
what Trump wants, you know? Bolton is a real war hawk. So is Pompeo. And this lady that they pointed head of the CIA, I don't get it. But Nikki Haley's she's crazy. Uh, I, you know, I understand. I agree with everything you're saying. I've sat there and gone, at one minute, I'm clapping my hands, and the next minute, I'm going, what the hell did you just do? Yeah. Well, I mean, Nikki but, Haley is a crazy, I agree, but those aren't her thoughts. She's a bulldog. She's being told what to do and what action yeah, to she, take. I, I agree with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's turned around in a lot of her way she thinks. Yeah. Um. Um, you know, it's funny the way that Trump is getting attacked, like, like the, um, I mean, he just, he can't stay focused. He jumps from one top topic to the next and everything. You know what? To me, I understand that. I've seen that. I understand uh, it too. <laughs> it, that's a sign of genius because he's making, he's making connections, um, with stuff. So, uh, Dee Dee, you ever watch Field McConnell? Oh, yeah. I, I know Field McConnell, Abel Danger, and his sister yeah. is the one well, that uh, founded the... Uh, have you ever Have you ever watched how he'll be talking about a subject, and then he'll go, boom, and he'll have a connection in his brain about another mm-hmm. subject, and he'll say, oh, by the way, you know what? And <laughs> and you, it, it, you have to pay attention to see what, where he's going. But he'll tie yeah. things in together, and it's amazing. And I well, think that's, I think that's what Trump does. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get accused of doing that. I'm not as brilliant as Trump by any means, but it's they call it um, going off in the weeds. But sometimes you have to go off in the weeds in order to pull out some of this other stuff that ties in in your own brain. And if people listen long enough, you can tell them what you're trying to say. But we don't know everything he's doing and why he does it. Even Pompeo and some of these people that are warmongers and stuff, he had to have people in there that knew what was going on along those lines. He he didn't know a lot of this when he got in there, but he picks the people that are going to be right in your face with it. And I think people are very impressed by what he's doing. You know, the people that were, because I think people appreciate having the kind of leadership he has to offer. They've just never had it before. I, I see these cabinet meetings and these different meetings he has around the nation, and these people are just like, gosh, thank you. And these are the ones that are heading all these state programs, and they're like, gosh, thank you. I, we've never had the ability to move any of this forward. Infrastructure, you know, the manufacturing, uh, oh, there's so well, many areas that we don't even get privy to, you know, unless you look at 40 different websites a day or something, then you, know, you can kind of get a better picture, but... I don't well, find anybody huh, Go ahead. Who was the last president that seemed to that that actually stood up against things that he saw was absolutely wrong? They don't make any sense what's being done. I mean, anybody that well, could I argue know, against you know, the economy well, is like, what? <laughs> Why would you not want this to happen? You know. Well, the the the, the last the last president that stood up was Kennedy. He warned us. He warned us what the hell was going on. He, yeah, what yeah, he, yeah. That 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 speech in front of the press in sixty what was it sixty three, where he talks about secret societies and what's going on. He was exposing them totally at that time. And hell, that was in sixty three. 
And now yeah. Trump's come out, and he's calling them on the carpet blatantly. And I nice think that's power. a strategy. I think that's a strategy. I mean, uh, if you're going to go out and you're going to call out, you're going to be a whistleblower, you better blow that whistle the loudest ever you can. Because you want as many people to know what you know so that if anything happens, they will know that it was done purposely and it was by an enemy, basically. Well, he hasn't said anything close to what Kennedy said so far. And Eisenhower made the remark about military, beware of the military-industrial complex in his speech. Well, yeah, but but okay, now, think about Trump. What's Trump, what, what's he been doing all his life? He's a dealmaker. Do you think he's going to expose his card? There ain't no way. There is no way. That's why the guy's so genius is because he won't show his cards. He knows what he's going for. Yeah, it's, it's the it's it's the art of the deal. That's the that's part of the art of the deal. I love the way that people. You know, I said something to a friend of mine, picked her up from the airport, and I said, "Gosh, fifteen thousand people." came to see him in Montana and they had to put big screens outside. And she said, well, that happens when a president comes through a town. <laughs> I just looked at her and I didn't, couldn't say anything. I wanted to say, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it, Not in it, some it, small town. No, no he's so funny. He's so funny. And he's so funny. He's really got a great sense of humor and he's totally irreverent sometimes. <laughs> just, there's something about that. You look back at the, the, uh, the debates, and he was just so crazy off the wall, and we loved it. And the other people are like, they're just astounded. He's an idiot. He's he's doing all these things. You well, know, you know going, Go the Trump. funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing that I saw, DD, I just saw it like two or three weeks ago, and it was just a short little clip when Trump and Hillary are going at it, and I can't <laughs> I can't remember the conversation. And Trump just turned to her and said, well, yeah, you'd be in jail. Well, yeah, he she was said, saying, well, and, you, yeah, you'd, you'd be in jail. Yeah, it's a oh good thing you're not making. God. He said it's a good she said it's a good thing you're not making the laws in our country. And he goes, yeah, because you'd be in jail. And I mean, really, that was oh. beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. That, you know? Oh, <laughs> I, and I saw that and I said, I thought I forgot that. That mm-hmm. was the when when Trump went after the media, I at first I thought, oh my God, I can't believe this bozo's running. And then I saw him go, and then I saw him go after the media, and I said, uh oh, uh oh, something's up because this guy's attacking. I mean, Ron Paul got attacked. Trump was attacking them, and I went. Uh oh, game changer! Do you guys remember the correspondence dinner when when Obama made fun of Trump? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh my Pretty God. sad. That was that was the seed. That was he, he was seeding the foundation for Trump's run right then and there. Well, you know, for decades. You know, when you think about 
you think about Trump and his personality, okay, he's done some tough dealing all these years and everything, and he's sitting here watching his country degrade. And he finally goes, all right, everybody's been talking to me about this for years. Right, okay, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's get this done. Well, whenever the, anybody does anything against him, I, I sense his personality. He's like going, huh, you're not going to beat me. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> oh, no, got that's that. his that's He's his got that lion in it. Yeah, he's got a Leo rising, so he has a lot of that lion, that king kind of lion energy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not, yeah. not going to get anywhere if you mess with me. Yeah. So. Well, no, and, and, and he says, push on, and keep pushing on me, because the more you push, the worse I'm going to get. And he's showing it, and he's he's just outsmarting them left and right. I, I, I don't know. I, I I hope for the best. With all the opposition he's had, it's amazing how much success has come out of it. I mean, he, he's practically alone and is, I mean, I'd probably only have a handful of people in all those, his administration that he can dearly even trust right now. <laughs> God, it's just Well, I, I saw one, I saw one video, short little video uh, about a month ago, and it was basically, they were taking all these clips of Trump and they're going, you know, He's not aging like the other presidents have done. He's not aging. And he's older than most of them were. And they were showing the pictures of him, and they're like, this guy doesn't even like look like he's even got to worry. <laughs> and I noticed that, and I'm like going, yeah, wow, that's pretty impressive. A guy at his age... Um, He's he's enduring a lot of shit. You know, another crazy little fact about Trump. Well, Nixon and Pat told him he's got a letter hanging on the wall behind his desk. That Nixon told him he'd be a good president. Him and Pat thought he'd be a good president. But his uncle, I think it's Fred, was an engineer at MIT. And like we have DARPA now, the Advanced Research for Military Weapons. Back then in World War II, they were looking for new technology and stuff. So Fred Trump and the head of MIT went into Tesla's apartment and they, you know, took up all the papers and took them back and studied them. So he kind of, Trump is indirectly related to the, you know, the UFO stories and the advanced technology stories also. Well, I've heard that, but I haven't seen any documentation on it, but. That that would be interesting for sure. Yeah, he, they locked up Tesla. They locked. They made it top secret. They went to Tesla's apartment, stole all his patents and all his inventions, and they locked it up. They, they locked it up top secret. That's documented. Yeah. Well, in in the end, in the end, all will be revealed. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. I think it's being revealed right now. I think yep. the I think the internet has uh, that they, I don't care what they do, it isn't going to happen. They can't stop well, it. Well, the internet supposedly was created through NSA and Google, also. So, oh, I don't know. Hey, 
maybe maybe Trump's not conspiring with the Russians. He's conspiring with aliens because the story today was uh, they shut down the solar sunspot, solar observatory in uh, a place in New Mexico, and the local police were told to get out of there, and they wouldn't tell the local police what was going on. The FBI came in, the black uh, Apache helicopter, and and they just shut it down, and there's no reason why, given why, so far. I saw that. Yeah, so maybe maybe the aliens are coming, and that's who Trump's been conspiring with, not the Russians. Well, they're, they've been here for a long time. <laughs> a long time, believe me. <laughs> and that's what do you think the Space Force, you know? I mean, he, he's got something going on there, and there's all these satellites recently that have been shut out, the back, bad guys, the, uh, just and shut off. They've just, just been yeah. shut off. Another interesting story this afternoon is a suburb of Boston, and they got natural gas and all the buildings blowing up and catching on fire because the, the pressure the pressure was way too high. There was some kind of a malfunction, and the pipelines supplying these apartments and condominiums and they had like 50 different places on fire along this pipeline. That for some reason. Yeah, and they were spread out for two or three miles, and they couldn't figure out where the source was or anything, just randomly blowing up houses. It happened today. It was really awful. These houses were just on fire, and there wasn't enough fire trucks to cover all the neighborhoods. And really weird. Oh, yeah. I think a good guest, uh, we could have a special report by Dee Dee from, from Portland. Dee Dee can go down to Voodoo Donuts and buy some donuts and give us a first-hand report because... Supposedly Portland, <laughs> supposedly Portland's like a major child porn site, porn place or something. Oh, all the all the big cities are. Yeah, you, it's there's underground traffic here. There's sex slave markets, just like there are everywhere. Well, they even brought that in the old Shanghai tunnels or whatever that go down to the. Yeah, yeah, I could never go and do it down there in those tunnels. I they do it as a tourist thing, and no way. I'm really claustrophobic. I don't want anything to do with tunnels. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> 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 Rebecca, I mean Rebecca, yeah. No. Renee, are you are you're still on the line? We haven't heard from you for a while. What's going on with you? I fell asleep. <laughs> oh <laughs> That's happened to me. That's happened to me. <laughs> Gee, you missed all that vital information. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> oh, okay. God, everybody's really showing their age. <laughs> maybe I maybe I need to start snoring into the phone. <laughs> oh, Fred was Fred was good at that. I mean, it was good night, everybody. Oh, good night. It's Dixie and James. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Steve, is the wind blowing yet? <laughs> no, no, it's still clear. Clear skies. Really? You're in Charlotte, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 180 miles from Wilmington. No, we still got clear skies. You haven't you haven't had any storm at all? No, no. The it's, it hadn't even got on shore yet. It's it's moving at four miles an hour, so it it probably won't hit us until tomorrow about uh, noontime. Is what they're saying. Okay, now we all just need to say a prayer that that sucker moves north and hits D.C. Yep. I'm looking up. I'm looking at Bowen's uh, videos. I'm trying to find this <coughs> this video that I've watched. It's so well, hard to go you? back. Dee, what did you say about the plum book? Because that's like a government publication. Yeah, the plum I book. I don't know. Is it's a? It's not a government publication, is it? I thought yes, it was. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I did. I heard about it uh, through uh, Michael McKibben in the Leader Technology. I heard about it there because they post. They were posting it. They still post it if they got somebody they want to rip apart. Kavanaugh was in there too. All through. Kavanaugh's there. in there. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. hey, and I watched I watched Kavanaugh in the hearings. Um, I don't I know. I, it's, okay. it's, if he wasn't if he wasn't SES, I'd, I'd I'd probably say, oh yeah, I'd, I'm 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 comfortable. Yeah, but he is SES, and so is his wife. But he that's is like SES. A, yeah, and and I and there's so much dynamic going on there because Trump wanted him, and so there's all these opposition. There's all this opposition. Right, of well, course. So I figured well, if he didn't if he didn't get confirmed, then that would be a good thing. But I don't know. I sent, a, I sent an email What's to in? the White House. I, I sent an email to the White House and just told them. I said, I said, you know, the guy looks great, but he's SES. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm I, I'm not in favor. What is that? What's SES or NS? It's senior, senior senior executive service. It's Obama's army. There's 10,000 of them, and they're all through there, and they weren't elected. They get high salaries. They can't be fired, and they're obstructionists, all of them. You, can, you know the list. And they're, they're, they're heading all the agencies. They're handling all the agencies of the government, all the ABCs. Well, they're going to uh, go they, down. They come because in. Yeah, they're going to go down. Trump's, exec, Trump's executive or, or Trump's order that says that all those departments have to be vetted before they can get re-upped in their contract, and none of the SES people will be able to pass those those examinations because they're not experts in their field and they're not productive. So that is one way, and they're jumping ship like rats because they know they're going to get caught. But, yeah, they're they're the big obstructionists. They're the ones holding everything back, and they're around him. This afternoon was a story that uh, Diane Feinstein got information that she was going to submit to the committee reviewing Kavanaugh about him and a girl in high school. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of stupid, but it's like they're trying to slow up the confirmation hearings and 
and it sounded kind of, I don't know, how bad can it be, something that happened in high school? Well, well, okay, that that's a lot of mainstream trash, and just ignore it. Um, I mean, who cares? Nobody cares about that stuff. They're putting well, it out there, and they're constantly throwing it out, but don't pay attention to it. Well, I'm still dismayed I mean, by people talking about impeachment, and it's like he need to, he needs to technically do something wrong. And even well, right now, people, the well, leaders and journalists are saying that, and I'm like, why? What? I don't understand that at all. Well, they well, don't even know what that means. They don't know. You can't just impeach somebody. <laughs> well, uh, American intelligence media right now has has already stated that uh, White House staff. They're going through all the memos and stuff with the oars and struck and page and all the, the whole nine, the nine yards. And they're going to, they're deciding what they're going to redact and what they're not going to redact. And, uh, Trump, Trump said a few weeks ago, he says, if I have to, I'll do it. Well, they're in the middle of getting it done. Oh yeah. He'll, he'll get it. And uh, uh, watch out, because I think this could be pretty brutal for um, the Obama administration and for all these um, hangers-on from the libtard uh, libtard clan. They're going to go down. they got to go down. They will. There's 51,000 uh, indictments. <laughs> something's going down. <laughs> yeah, something's going to go down. But I mean, and, uh, from what I see, well, from what I see, um, the the so-called blue wave is not existent. I heard that um, there, Obama did a speech a week or about a week ago. And only 750 people showed up. So everything that you're seeing on mainstream, man, they're they're reaching for the sky. They're going all out. They're lying all they can. The only minor uh, criticism of Trump that I've seen is during the election, he was saying how bad the economy is and the statistics provided by the government are bogus and they're manipulated. And they did do that. They quit counting people for the unemployment years back, people that gave up looking for a job, so they quit counting them as unemployed to give the unemployment rate. But now he's using those same statistics to say the economy is doing great, the ones he criticized before the election as being bogus and not correct. Which is a minor thing, but uh, no, I think it's a major thing. But I think at this point, um, I think uh, Trump got a hard lesson in politics, <laughs> and um, he's got a big he's got a big job ahead of him. He hasn't even scratched the surface. Uh, he's been under attack so hard that yeah, it's been hard to do. If he gets unleashed, um, I think uh, you're going to see those words of his are going to come true. 
I don't know. In the Midwest, people are the rural Midwest is not happy because of the tariffs on China, and they quit buying beans and prices have tanked. And then the renewable fuels with ethanol, they're letting the petroleum people in the EPA and stuff were letting refiners get waivers. That took like a billion or I forget what it was, a billion gallons of ethanol off the market or whatever and tank prices some more. That's the only way to get surplus corn is to use make ethanol. So, well, okay. So they think uh, that could have been possibly. I live in the Midwest and I'm not You're in a very big town. Yes. Okay. And I can, all, all I have to say in regards to that is number one, Shut this moron up. ethanol never should have happened. It sucks. Bad on the cars. Uh, you, they, they took a segment of our agricultural industry and instead of feeding us good food they're making gas and they were subsidized and they were subsidized to do it no 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 subsidies no subsidies well it's part of this big thing about renewable energy and petroleum's bad and we got to get solar and anything to get away from Global warming was the reason. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what, you can you can uh, you can grow grow fuel from hemp, and you don't have to fertilize it. Uh, you don't have to uh, spray it for bugs or nothing. You just let it grow. It grows wild, and you can create all the alternative energy you want. You mean for cars? Combustion engines. Yeah. It was good for a lot of other things. I didn't know that. I knew it was good for clothing and paper and rope. Oh, it's um, it's got it's got um, hundreds of uses. Even build a car out of it. Well, Ford used to make body parts out of it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I thought you used soybeans. Group soybeans, man. Hemp's the way to go. That fiber is a strong fiber. You ever heard of hempcrete? Good stuff. Yeah, good and lightweight. Yep. Insulated. Yep. Just use the fiber of that, that weed over there. While I'm sitting over here on that old sack of seeds, that was a good song. Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> Who sang that? Yeah, that was a good song. Who was that? <laughs> what song was it? Kind of a country western song. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a country bumpkin Ozark song. It was, I can't remember. Wasn't it like a drug bust or something? Or Yeah, they come into a farm and, search, and they were sitting on a sack of seed when ATF left or something. Or the DEA. Yeah, and he said, and I just smiled sitting on that old sack of seed. 
That was funny. That was funny. I enjoyed that. <laughs> it wasn't Ray Stevens, but it was kind of like Ray Stevens songs. It was kind of a comedy song or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is is, is there only three of us on here and everybody everybody goes? No, there's still, everybody's there. In fact, it's um, Fred and Steve and you and Renee and Sam and Kelly and. um, Somebody else should throw out some topics to talk about. (laughs) I know, because I'm. I don't want to. I guess Al was the one that was saying goodnight. So, and Fred, you're still there, but you're going to say goodnight. I can just tell. Yeah, I'm going to be going pretty soon, guys. Yeah, me too. I was curious what uh, you said you were going to have somebody on again because he's been getting harassed a lot. And I like, what was he? Is that the guy that told his life story in two or three parts in New York? Um, he's talking to you, Fred, I think. Wait, wait what did yeah. you say? you were trying to get somebody on again and you sent him an email and he's been getting harassed. And I was wondering what he was getting. What was that? The guy in New York that gave kind That's of a story Schultz. over. Bob, Bob, Bob Schultz. Yeah. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is he getting? What is, what problems is he having? I can't talk about it. On, on this oh, okay. Yeah. He's right. under a lot of scrutiny. It's kind of a hush hush thing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, Bob Schultz and We the People Foundation is at the tip of the spear. Problem is that spear has been, uh, you know, it, it's it's been threatened, it's been ramrodded, it's been stolen, it's been taken away, and but the concept of of the right to petition is the tip of the spear. That's what got us all together. On this call, yep. years ago. Simple idea. It's still out there. It's never been acknowledged, activated, utilized. But the greatest researcher of that part of the First Amendment is uh, Bob Schultz. Yeah, that's why it's such a shame that he's in a position where he can't be speaking out to the public. You know. No, he he should be should be at every freedom rally. Yeah. At every conference, he should be, you know, liberated. He from... can't. No, he can't. Period. Is he under some He's kind under of attack. a court order? He's under attack. He's under attack. He's sieged. <laughs> but he is he, he under a court order? Jim, I can't talk about it. Oh. There's nothing I can on this call about him other than generalities that I've just stated. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that needs to change. It's a very sad story, but he hasn't given up. It's it's not something I can talk about on this call. Oh, I'm glad well, he's not doing well, that. Well, Fred, uh, was that uh, a result of our efforts back uh, doing the um, uh, redress of grievances? 
Yep. Was that the result? Mm-hmm. Yep. Those chicken shits. Yep. Blunt wouldn't even come out of his office. They said he wasn't there. Yeah. We I I uh I was approached by his chief of staff. Like, well here's the message. <laughs> and Bob got nailed. Wow. Great man. But is he in good? Is he is he is he in good health? I I haven't. Quite honest, I haven't been able to get him. Uh, been trying to get a hold of him for a month, and he did respond to one email, but I can't say. You know, there's nothing. Right. I, I think he's still in the fight. He's still in the fight. Did I tell you about uh, Crosby calling me? No. No. Well, um, Ed Ed called me, I don't know, two weeks ago or so. We were just chatting, and I was asking him how he's doing. He was doing better back at, you know, his his regular place in the nursing home. And uh, I asked him, you know, about his health, and he told me. And I said, you know, you really need to get some good nutrition in you. And I've been hearing about this stuff. It's called One World Way. W-H-E-Y. And I said, I, I, I went to the website, and I listened to the video, and I heard all yeah. the different testimonials, and I said, I said, this is pretty interesting. You might want to go check this out. So he did. And he bought it. And he bought it. And he called me up. It was like uh, Wednesday. Last Wednesday. And he says, Jim, dude, Thanks. <laughs> I'm like, thanks hey, for what? Voice, goes, is his voice better? Uh, and you know, I didn't pay attention to it, but but let me tell you, he goes, he says, you remember that stuff you told me about? And I said, yeah. And he goes, I bought it. And I go, really? He goes, yeah, I got it last Friday. And he says, I start. I, he said, I think I did. I've been doing two scoops a day. And, uh, and this, so this was Friday when he got it and he's calling me on the following Wednesday and he said, Jim, he goes, I don't know what the hell's in this stuff, but he said, uh, I've got a wheelchair. It's not, uh, he's, he's got a, he's got a roll of himself. And he says, I couldn't get down the hallway, just the hallway from his room to the center. He says, I couldn't get down there before I start taking this. And he goes, I am going all over the entire nursing home. Huh. He says, my energy levels are incredible. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, guess what? He says, I called the CEO. <laughs> and I said, you called the CEO? And I said, the C- what CEO? And he goes, one for this product. And I said, really? And I said, did you talk to him? And he goes, he said, yeah. He says, I told the guy, he goes, you want a testimonial? I'm here to testify. (laughs) Isn't that great? That's just fantastic. (laughs) 
He cracked Tim, we got to we got to work to get we got to work to get Ed on this call this show. I've had a hard time nailing him down. Well, I I'm telling you right now, it's he has been moved around and dangled around and and cut on and all this other stuff yeah. for so long that I, know. I think right now. Uh, he just needs to get his health back and get stable. Yeah, I, I, I've laid off of him because I don't want to. I don't want to push him. Because I wanted to get better. Well, I know Dee Dee uh, didn't. I think it'd be great if, or at one time I thought it'd be good if his story was conveyed to uh, the Solo Report lady. Dee Dee is, is kind of suspect of her, that maybe, but. Yeah. Uh, the, the what report? The solar report. Uh, oh, Solari. Solari report, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, kind of, I thought his story kind of fit in with what she was talking about. That There's an actual nuts and bolts example of one method of funneling that money from where it was supposed to go from vets over to black budget stuff. But... And I wasn't sure. I'm still confused why you don't think she's on the up and up, or you're kind of suspect of her. I don't know I, anything. Yeah, I was fine with her, and I even subscribed to her list. But there were some things that happened that made me question it, and so I'm kind of in a sacred neutral on it right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of letting it sit because you know she is. She has done a lot. She's been on this actually on this program years ago. You're talking about oh. Catherine Austin Fitz, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, she 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 came on, <clears throat> but um, something happened. I don't know. I can't even remember what it was actually. <laughs> what it was that made that's me. A voice, go, that's a voice from a long time ago, Dee Dee. Yeah, it's well, yeah, quite popular. There are there are definitely uh, people in the movement that are questioning her. Um, so I mean, that's not the first time I've heard it. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, but. That's not the first time that I heard, you know, be cautious. So Yeah, I don't even remember the details now, but i just sort of been neutralized a little bit to kind of watch and see what happens there. But otherwise, I thought his story would be good, one to be conveyed to her or whatever. Oh, definitely, yeah. And that song is called, Jim, is called, it's Jim Stafford, Wildwood Weeds. 1974, founded. Wow. Yep, sitting there, sitting there on that old sack of seed, wildwood weed. That's it. I remember. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, hey, Jim. Jim, what was the name of that product you recommended, Fred Crosby? It's called One World Way. And way what? is W-H-E-Y, way. One World Way, I've never heard of that. One World uh, just Way. Just go to, one, I think it's oneworldway.com. <laughs> and um, I think it's made with raw milk. Anyway, um, i just been heard, hearing good stuff about it, and I went and checked it out, and I said, you know what, Evan, you, want, you need to do something. Do something. And he bought it. <laughs> And apparently it helped. So 
That's great. When you get the right product, it can be something that won't help one person, but it'll really make a difference with someone else. That's great. Good for you, Jim. Well, I'm going to go, too. Yeah, I'm heading out. I'm heading back home, guys. Have a great okay, week. Yeah. Hope, Steve, you're okay from the hurricane. Please say a prayer for everyone. Happy birthday, belated birthday to Betty. And uh, and prayers to Ed Crosby. Thanks, Jim, for reaching out to Ed, as always, okay? <laughs> oh, he's a dandy. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great guy. Nice echo. <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I, I'll give you one example. The last time when he was in the hospital, and I, yeah. I went in to see him, I mean, it was um, uh, you had to have uh, permission to get in because of uh, airborne disease, whatever. And uh, anyway, so I go walking through here, and I see all these miserable people. And I get to <laughs> I get to Ed's room, and it's basically just a big square, and the desk is in in the middle, and they can see every patient from the desk. Anyway, so I walk over and walk into Ed's room, and uh, I said, "Hey!" And he turns around and, and boy, a big old smile pop, pops up on his face. What are you doing? <laughs> and and uh, I know he 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 drives the nurses nuts. I guarantee it. He's constantly yeah. asking them, "Hey, could you do this for me? Hey, could you do this for me?" And I sit there and I laugh. <laughs> nice no, he's he's character. Good guy. That's that's good. <laughs> good to hear. His spirit is uh, still chipper. Oh, yeah. And it's good to go there. Say a prayer for Bob Schultz, too, guys. I'm going to try again to get a hold of him this week, okay? Yes, yeah, give, give him our best if you get him. And maybe he can come on and not talk about any any details. Just just give give us a, a meet and greet kind of a thing next week. That would be lovely, yeah. Yeah, just to get his, his, his spirits up. But, but uh, <laughs> thanks again. Everyone, thanks, Jim. Al, if you're still yep. on, thank you. Got your number. Kelly. Got your right number. Thanks, Dee. Yeah, thank Steve, you, Fred. Be safe. All right, thanks. Have yeah, a we'll one, check guys. in. On, we'll check in on you, uh, Steve. <laughs> yep. Anyone, anyone want to hang around? Hang around. Okay, hang around, guys. If you want, I gotta head home. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Did Dee Dee, did you leave? I think she did. I think so. I'm really curious about uh, this uh, executive order that Trump signed, uh, I guess, today or yesterday. Um, uh, Making... access to the, anybody that's involved with A-U-N, American oh. Underground Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.